I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Bars here. And welcome to another episode of Enter the Bat Cave. Last week, we were reading the classical Batman Year Two. Yep, I was reading it from my 30th anniversary deluxe edition. And in that deluxe edition is the 1991 sequel to that, which is Full Circle. Yep, it came out in 1991. And in this story, it involves Batman with Robin. Yep, a young Robin. Robin is being Dick Grayson. Just starting out as Robin. And around this time, he is a Batman sidekick, learning the ropes. And in this one, we see the return of the Reaper. Yep, the return of the Reaper. That's right. Of course, as we all know, the Reaper died in the in the book. Yeah, in the story. So, is it a clone? Is it a new Reaper? Has he somehow mysteriously come back to life? Well, we're about to find out. The story was written by Mike W. Barr. Who's written many stories? Of course, you can go back into the last um, story. You know, go back to the last episode. You know where I talked about his credentials. You have Alan Davis doing the pencils, inks by Mark Farmer, and the colors by Tom Ziuk. Uh, it's spelled Z-I-U-K-O. Um, I don't know how you probably pronounce it, but anyways, the art. Uh, it is a little similar to what we see in year two, but it's a lot better. And I gotta say that it's a lot better than what um, Todd McFarlane did, actually. I mean, this is no disrespect to Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane's a great comic book artist. But um, this is actually slight, slightly better, I would say. Slightly better. So, without further ado, gonna put on some jazz music. For the background, because um, my brother and my sister-in-law are here, and they have a tendency to get loud whenever they talk. They're here for dinner, so I'm going to try and speak up as loud as I can while reading this. And now, let's get right into it. Full Circle. So here's how the story uh, starts out. We see pictures of Batman and Robin, uh, you know, fighting the Penguin, Two-Face, and the Joker. And we actually see the big um, penny. And that's where he gets the big penny and fits it right into the, um, he fits it right into the Batcave. <laughs> you know, it says, this is a very old story as Batman stories go. It happened in the days when the dark knight had just taken under his wing a young boy dressed in red, yellow, and green. Hmm, wonder who that could be. At first, they seemed in an courageous pairing. The knights seldom spoke, standing like a pillar of muscled darkness, while the boy was seldom still, darted about like a ray of um, laughing sunshine. However, it soon became obvious that some unbreakable bond held the two. Despite their differences, both had looked up upon the face of tragedy and been forever changed. The knight, who had previously walked alone, now became a father a big brother, a teacher. The boy, whose world had been turned upside down, became a son, a little brother, a pupil. Each was determined that no one else would suffer as he had suffered. Each would cheerfully give his life for the other. 
And so the legend of the Dark Knight and the Boy Wonder grew. But just as there always legends, so there will always be those who need to destroy them. And then we cut to a night, we see a young boy uh, getting, you know, sticking off uh, of the bus here. You know, he's just stowaway. You know, he's running away and then runs into a prostitute. She says, hi, handsome. My name's Miranda. Want me to read your rights? Uh, no, thank you, ma'am. And, of course, uh, runs away, and then, then a stranger walks up to Miranda, and um, this other prostitute here, um, named Rhonda, says, you there. And she says, the name's Miranda. Randy Miranda. They call, yeah, they call me. What's your pleasure, mister? I know no pleasure in this life. And then we see the picture of the Reaper, and he says, My only satisfaction lies in purging the streets of such as you, in making you fear the Reaper. And then, of course, he comes out, and he stabs Miranda, and goes... For, and goes for the other girl and the police hear it and the police try to stop him right there and then of course um, the police officer police officer gets shot down and of course he kills the other officer so we have one prostitute and two Cops killed. Later, uh, Jim Gordon comes along with the police. And, you know, the prostitute gives the, you know, the, you know, description of, of the Reaper. And, you know, Gordon looks up and see, we see the bat signal and he says, I pray he's wrong. And then we go to Gotham Canary on the next page, and we see some uh, drug dealers smuggling in uh, cocaine through uh, vegetables. Um, you know, they're saying, this got to be the sweetest idea Morgan Jones has ever had. Smuggling these chemicals through customs and vegetable cans. Our customers are going to cook all right, but cocaine, not Brussels sprouts. And then we see a shadow of Batman, and he says, I'd say you're the ones in hot water. What? And one of them, he says, um, the Batman! And, of course, Robin is there, and he goes, what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> and one guy takes out a gun, and he says, no, you're a hamburger. And, you know, Batman goes, Robin, look out! And Robin goes, looks like we're going to have a canary row. And then there's the fight then. Ensues. Um, and, you know, Robin, he says, uh, you know, you can run, but you can't hide like Jekyll, like Dr. Jekyll said. And then we actually see him um, surfing on a box. There, and he goes, surf's up, dude. And then he flips over the criminals goes, whoa, wipeout. <laughs> yeah. This is the time. This was the 90s, you know, surfing and skateboarding, you know, at this time. So. And, of course, uh, Batman takes down more of the thugs. And one of them... Actually shoots out one of the cans, and then there's a big explosion. And of course, uh, Batman and Robin, uh, they get them out of there. 
and they go right into the oh yeah well yeah they go outside and you know robin sees the bat signal you know he says hey the bat signal looks like we'll be pulling overtime tonight and batman says whatever commissioner gordon wants can wait robin you know and he makes robin take a look at the hole in robin's cape there's a yeah there's a big hole in there and he says you behave like the rankiest amateur in there you left yourself open to hostile fire and charged into combat without a plan and you know robin is uh you know says like you know like you know you didn't think and then batman goes exactly you're not going out on another mission until you prove to me you're fit and robin of course you know hangs his head says yes sir and batman meets with jim gordon and you know gordon tells him that that it was the reaper and you know batman can't believe he says you know it's impossible commissioner he's dead it must be some impersonator taking a shortcut to a reputation and you know say and of course uh saying the description match gordon and and of course uh gordon you know tells them you know a lot of your enemies have survived worse than that you know talking about uh you know seeing him fall down 40 um you know, falling, falling down in the last story says, you know, love, your enemies have survived worse than that. We've got to take them down quickly. The media are having a field day, and Batman goes, the media are the least of my worries. And then we see uh, Joan Lincoln, the uh, news reporter. She's, um, she's at the Sister of Mercy convent and trying to talk with uh, Rachel Caspin, the daughter of the Reaper. And... And of course, uh, she gets a call. Yeah, Rachel gets a call, and she's uh, heading over. She goes into a cab, avoiding, um, you know, reporters. And meanwhile, we see uh, a limo driving, and you know, of course, she's uh, describing Miss Dukan. Um, you know, she says seven o'clock sharp tomorrow morning if you're late once more you're fired and the driver says i won't be miss duncan good night ma'am now she walks in and we hear a voice saying have you learned wisdom marcia duncan have you learned to fear the reaper and yep it's the reaper and And of course, um, you know, she says, I, I can understand the panic you caused in Bank Street tonight. And, you know, they go on and talk about, you know, oh, you should have seen them run. And, you know, talking about what they're going to do for Bat, you know, against Batman. And then, of course, um, the little kid shows up, you know, she says, excuse me, lady, I'm looking for my father. And she says, you have the wrong house. Go away, little boy and and then the guy he says joey yeah it's not uh it's not um the fox it's not the original reaper by the way nope it's not and yeah so it was actually believe it or not the father of uh joe it's the son of joe chill who is the reaper yep and and of course uh, Marsha doesn't like the idea of the kid bring, being around and you know and of course uh, he want and of course the you know the father disagrees you know he's like um, You know, he's like, you know, he wants to keep him around, and... And then he tells about his uh, grandfather, you know, talks about his dad, uh, you know, uh, Joe Chill. 
Yeah. You know, he says that, uh, you know, his father... You know, that his father wasn't much, kind of like your old man, but he was my father, and that has to count for something. His name was Joe, too. Um, but that's all I remember about him from when I was young. That and the way he seemed like a giant to me. I remember more about my mother. She raised me after she walked out on my old man and took me with her. I don't know if Dad ever tried to find us. He said he did. And... You know, it goes on to say, if he had, maybe we would have stayed together. Mom had to give up your Aunt Marsha for adoption when we were passing through Gotham. Yeah, so that's her, that's his sister. She said that was best. I guess I never forgave her for it. Not even when she was dying. After she died, I thought about trying to find Dad, but I never did. Much about it. But I never did much, sorry, but I never did much about it until after you were born, champ. I decided I wanted you to know your grandfather, and so did I. Once I finally found him, he wanted to know what happened to his daughter. He was coming to Gotham on business anyway, and I went with him. He was always pretty close, mouthed about his business. I knew it was... Nothing good, but I didn't care. He was my father. While Dad was doing his businesses in Gotham, I finally got a solid lead on your Aunt Marcia. I couldn't wait to tell him. But when I caught him, when I finally caught up to him, he was leaving with the Batman. I don't know why, but I didn't say anything. I just followed them to some dump across town. They talked for a while. I couldn't believe it. Batman said my dad killed his parents years before. I didn't know what to do. Then the Batman took off his mask. I'd have given my soul if only I'd gotten a closer look at his face. Because then they started fighting. Dad never had a chance. Batman hit him when he wasn't looking. And then he was going to kill him. I was going to do something... To this day, I'm still not sure what, but I was. But before I could, I could, I heard laughter. Then I saw him for the first time. I heard of him, and I hoped he saved my dad. Referring to the Reaper, yep, in the, in the last story. But he didn't. I didn't know why I thought he would. Dad had been brought to Gotham to kill him. But still, I hoped he killed the Batman instead. Batman and the Reaper were gone then. No need for them to hang around. Chill was out of the way. And that was all they cared about. And we see uh, Joe Jr., you know, crying on the floor, you know, holding his father. You know, a little similar to what happened to uh, Batman and his parents. You know, the kid says, I don't understand this all the story dad I don't expect you to son not now but you will someday and and then of course um, we cut to um, Wayne Manor you know Alfred is trying to cheer up um, Dick Grayson by getting him something to eat he's not hungry he says you know Bruce has probably already Put out a want ad for a new partner, and Alfred says, That's hardly fair, Master Dick. His foremost concern is for your welfare. And you know, he says, Oh, I know, it's just that he's so, so darn tough. And he says, He's more strict with himself than with anyone one else. You know, he's trying to cheer him up, and, um, and then, of course, eventually he does eat the food, and... You know, there's a smile on his face. Hold on, there's a ad here on YouTube. Yeah, listening to the music here on YouTube here. And... It's over. And so we go down into the Batcave. 
and Bruce is talking to Mother Agnes, and and you know they're talking on on the phone, talking about Rachel, and you know that uh, Rachel has left; she hasn't come back, and. And then, of course, um, you know, he kind of figured, figures out where she is. And then before he can leave into action, you know, Alfred says, speaking of those who are distraught, so Master Dick is also among that number. And Batman goes, he's got to learn to live with criticism, Alfred. And, you know, and he said, and Alfred goes, of course, sir, it's just that the boy thinks the world of you, sir. And Batman goes, that goes both ways, Alfred. Imagine how I'd feel if anything were to happen to him. He needs the outlet for his anger, an outlet I didn't have when I was his age. But if I thought I was responsible for the death of anyone I cared for, I don't know what that would do to me, Alfred. And Alfred says, I understand, sir, good hunting. Alfred, sir. Take the boy a piece of your chocolate cake. I shall bake one fresh, sir. <laughs> yep, so more cheering up of uh, Robin with the uh, with food. And then we go to the um, to the house of Leslie there. Yeah, Leslie Tompkins. And we see Batman there in the shadows looking there and then there's a knock at the door and then of course it's Bruce yep he quickly changed into, quickly changed into uh, the mild-mannered Bruce Wayne and and you know they talk for a while they you know and Bruce you know he says you know Rachel I may never have told you how I feel about and she says I know Bruce I've always known um, and you know she gags how she's been and you know she says oh Bruce I finally thought I put this all behind me and now it has come up again and she's worried you know could it really be you know her father and um, you know, Bruce doesn't have the answers, and, and then, um, of course, he asks, um, he asks her, you know, you know, is she happy, and he, she says, perhaps we can never have exactly what we want, Bruce, I've learned to live with that, I'm content, that's more than many people have. And of course, uh, Leslie brings the coffee, and um, and of course, uh, Bruce leaves, and of course, you know, quickly changes out of the um, you know out of his suit and tie, and he becomes Batman, and he goes, you know, I've got to go to work, Leslie. There's work to be done, you know. She says. I know you'll do everything you can to help her, Bruce. This is killing her. And, you know, she sees the bat costume, you know, and she says, No, I forbid you to wear that that thing in this house. And, you know, he says, I know you feel, Leslie, but this costume is, is what it represents. Maybe Rachel's only hope. And he turns on the, you know, the red vision, and then we see... Another flashback to the death of his parents, uh, Crime Alley. Then we cut to present day. We see him at Crime Alley, and we see him right there. That we go to Muscular's. It's like a bar or something, and uh, we see some people dancing and drinking and what have you. And suddenly there's a knock at at the door. Yeah, the name of the bar is called McSurley's, by the way. 
Um, and you know the bouncer, he says, you know, keep keep your trust on Mac. Where's the fire? And then he see, sees Batman's face and tries to <laughs> warn McSurley, and then Batman kicks open the door. You know, and he says, and Batman goes, I wasn't aware I needed a reservation. And we see uh, McSurley, you know, big fat guy with a cigar, and Batman says, you're McSurley? He says, and who might you be? And of course, uh, <laughs> you know, he... You know, he puts his hands up and he says, Just a joke. What'll it be, Batman? <laughs> and he's, Batman says, I understand there's a new boy in town. I haven't met Profile. You know, he says he's set up in the back right away. And there's a guy that's about to hit Batman with a chair. And, of course, Batman, you know, kicks open a loose, um, a loose board in the floor. And it hits the guy right in the chin. And he says... You ought to have this place expected, and uh, Mr. Lee says, I'll call the landlord tomorrow. And then we see another guy guarding the door. You know, Batman says, you can't be profile. And, and he goes, I'm Moose. My job's to keep the boss from being disturbed by guys like you. And... And of course, uh, he says, and of course, he's trying to keep him from getting in the door, and Batman punches him, he goes right through the door, and, huh. and then we see a profile, and... You know, Batman says, the word on the street is that you have a finger in every illegal pie in town profile. I thought it's time we met. I'm looking for the Reaper. And, you know, he says, give me a moment to think. And then he takes out a gun. And, um, and of course, Batman takes out a, uh, looks like a chandelier, like a, like a, uh, takes out something, you know, like, uh, like a bell or something or whatever, and he says, I wouldn't. And... And then, oh, Facebook, uh... <laughs> uh Facebook notification. And then, there's a shot fired right at Batman's cape. Batman throws the battering right the hand and it was Rhonda the prostitute from earlier and of course she's all shocked and whatever from um, you know still revealing from what happened with the Reaper killing Miranda and Batman disappears into the to the night and she, of course Batman recognizes the gun it's the same gun that um, was used by Joe Chill to um, kill his parents and he was going to use it on Joe Chill and then he got rid of the gun and then you know he says to himself if this second reaper Val knows so much about the original he may know where the gun is and may want to use it and what it represents against me I'll be waiting and we see Rachel about to leave. You know, Leslie says, and where do you think you're going? She says, I wasn't as sleepy as I thought. I just need a little air. And, you know, Leslie goes out. She carries mace. And um, she says she's going to go once around the block. And she sees... I mean, of course, we see Batman in the business area watching from above. Um... And then we see Rachel seeing, um, you now she's a shadowy figure. The figure says, this, this is devotion indeed, my daughter. And she sees, uh, the Reaper. Of course, we all know it's not, 
you know, her father, but uh, she doesn't know that. And Batman comes swinging down, says don't touch her, and then a fight ensues. And, you know, Rachel tries to tell Batman, you know, don't hurt him, you know. You know, Batman's like, he's not your father. And, you know, of course, um, you know, of course, uh, Batman gets gets her away. And now we, there's another YouTube ad. Second. Uh, this ad will be over soon. Yep. Yep, yeah, it's over. And they go into an alleyway and, uh, you know, and Rachel says, he wouldn't have hurt me, my father would never, and Batman says, that's not your father, Miss Caspin, but until you, you believe that, you're more in danger than I am, and then he knocks her out with some knockout gas, and then when she wakes up, she's with, um, you know, she's in Leslie's uh, house, and then we see uh, Batman recovering at the, um, you know, at the Batcave. And, you know, Robin tries to convince him to let him go back out, you know, and uh, Batman says, you're still grounded, dick. Hit those criminology texts a little harder and we'll talk. <laughs> oh, boy. Can't catch a break. And then we see... Uh, you know, Joe Chill Jr. Uh, show back up at to the hiding place, and you know, talking with his grandson, talking about the gun that uh, you know about the gun that, um, that his grandfather owned, his father owned, and that uh, the gun that Batman was going to use to kill him. He says, "I don't want you touching his son. I shouldn't have shown it to you." And you know, I don't want you touched by what I'm doing here when I've done what I've had to do it'll be over do you understand and he says I guess and then uh, Rachel and you know Joe Jr. they talk about um, you know their plans you know to you know to get rid of Batman and And then, um, and of course they set up, um, you know, they take apart, uh, you know, the cloak, yeah, they take apart the gun, and, um, you know, the little cape, that, um, piece of the Batman's cape, and, you know, and then he calls, um, oh, what, sorry. First, he goes to Sisters of Mercy Convent, where Rachel works. You know, sees a picture of Rachel, goes in her room, dials the phone, and he says... You know, she dials the phone, and, uh, you know, to Wayne Clinic, and then we see uh, Leslie... Um, um, you know, bringing in some, um, some warm milk. And we see that, uh, Rachel is trying to go undercover as a prostitute because she wants to catch her, um, you know, to catch, um, the Reaper, meaning that to see if it's her father. Of course, Leslie won't allow that. And, of course, he sees Leslie, um, you know, prevents her from leaving. And then we see... Uh, she sees Batman on the outside, or what she thinks is Batman, and it turns out to be the the Reaper, and captures her. And then we go to McSurley's, and Batman is talking with these uh, thugs and what have you, and he says, you know, you all want the Reaper off the streets as much as I do, and these whistles will make easy for you to summon me the instant you 
see the Reaper just, and then here's a call, and and then um, turns out um, the Reaper was at the plant. Turns out that uh, you know found out about Leslie and and then uh, kidnapped Rachel, and Batman tries to go over there and try to check on Leslie. Uh, Leslie is shook up. But uh, she's okay. She's not harmed. And, you know, Batman's going to go and try and save her. She's, he sees a note that uh, left. It's like in Morse code, S-S-S-S. And, you know, and sees Rachel's cross. Um, and then we see the Reaper with Rachel. He, you know, he says coming to at last a daughter and she says you're not my father you can't be and and then of course um, we see Marsha there and and then uh, we see See him reveal himself and what have you, and then we see the um, um and of course uh, we see Joey, um, uh, yeah, his son, yeah, his son, uh, yeah, Joey's junior's son, um, you know, get stole away into the limo, and we see him climbing, you know, the rooftops, and then he sees Batman. Uh, and Batman comes right through, and he, and then a fight ensues, and then there's gas, and Batman puts on his gas mask, and, Mar and of course, Marsha puts the, um, you know, some darts, some sleeping darts right into Batman, and knocks him out. then unmasks Batman and it's Bruce Wayne in a different makeup different disguise he has like a blonde hair and a buzz cut it's not <laughs> it's not actually Bruce Wayne's uh, face and we see Batman tied to um, tied to to a pole there and above some acid and you know he says what what do you want Reaper and he says do you mean, why am I not dead? I wish you to view an amusement I have prepared for you, Batman. And I provided a few safeguards to assure your full attention. Simple and therefore extremely efficient. Should you leave this platform for any reason, you will hang yourself. Yeah, he has a noose tied around uh, Batman's neck. And he says, and should... That not kill you that extremely virtual acid will and then of course uh you know plays the film of um you know what happened to bruce's parents and you know we see uh joe You know, we see Joe chill, and then, of course, uh, Robin gets worried, you know, because he hasn't, um, you know, Batman hasn't come back yet. And, you know, he decides to get into costume. Alfred tries to forbid him from leaving, and he gets into the Batmobile, yell, and tries to go rescue um, Batman. Then he goes right to... To the place where he was last seen before he went to the warehouse uh sees the clue and then he races over there and he goes in there sneaks in and and then you know as he's as batman is being tortured you know looking at the face of joe chill 
Um, you know, and also Batman has been drugged as well. The darts weren't just for sleeping. They also uh, drugged him. You know, and um, Joe Jr. says it shouldn't be long now. The combined effect of the drugs and the film have made him hate his life. And our trap will make it easier for him to end it. And, you know, Marsha, she says, then I suppose it's time to put our cards on the table, Joseph. Get him out of that device now. And, you know, he says, what are you doing, Marsha? Our revenge. And she takes out the gun and she says, revenge? I don't give a damn about the death of some petty thug who abused my mother. But the money to be had from turning the Batman over to Morgan Jones, I give a very large damn about that. This was your idea, Joseph, and I thank you. These armor-piercing bullets will make it very quick. And she goes to pull the trigger, and nothing happens. And, you know, he says, I felt your contempt, suspected your duplicity, and unloaded your gun, and takes a swing at her, and then she falls down the steps, and we see uh, Joe's, um, yeah, Joseph's son, and Robin, and Robin says, have you seen Batman? And the kid says, he's been captured, and the Reaper, he sees the Joker, and, I mean, he sees Robin, and, you know, and she chases after him, and then, um, you know, Batman stands up, still haunted by the, you know, by the film and the drugs, and, and as Robin is being chased, you know, Batman tries to get him to snap out of it, you know, he says, Batman, and Batman sees him, and he says, Robin, and then he finally snaps out of it, he gets out of the noose and, and of course swings around does not fall into the acid breaks apart the ropes and he says reaper leave the boy alone and, and of course uh batman and reaper going to another fist fight and batman gets the better you know gets the better of them and you know it's just a knockdown drag out fight and um, the Reapers uh, got the gun and of course uh, Batman throws a um, throws like a piece of like a metal rod or something like exploding gas thing or whatever and it you know hits the gun and then um, it looks like he's about to fall into the acid, and Batman, you know, stops him. You know, he says, he's no one, no one I know. How could someone hate me so much without knowing me? And, you know, Robin says, it doesn't matter who he is. Drop him, Batman. He deserves it. And the kid says, no. And, uh, oh, it turns out the girl, oh, it turns out it wasn't the... The kid that um, that Robin saw it was uh, Miss Caspin. Okay, it was Miss Caspin. Okay, Marsha. Okay. And, um, sorry, I read that wrong. And the little kid comes right through the glass ceiling. Uh, Batman saves him. And, you know, tells him that that's his father, you know. And that's um, Joey Chill. You know, he finds out that's Joe Chill's son. And... Um, you know, Robin's trying to figure out, you know, you know, tries to convince Batman, he goes like, you know, what if he comes back, and Batman says, I'll worry about that, then Robin, it comes full circle at last, it began with his father and mine, and hopefully it'll end with his son, you know, kind of like the breaking of the cycle, and then, uh, Batman and Robin finally, um, you know, they finally make up, and uh, Robin, he says, you know, if it doesn't, well, uh, well, you'll be ready. And he says, well, you'll be ready. And Batman says, we'll be ready. You know, and the police show up. You know, they make the arrest. And, you know, he throws the old um, film into the acid. And, 
and um, oh oh I must have made another mistake. It wasn't uh oh it was yeah it was yeah it was Rachel Caspin yeah it was Rachel Caspin that Robin was attending to um not the sister not Marsha sorry um and of course uh, Batman talks with her and says um. Um, you know, she says, thank you, my father gave this to me, you know, you know, the cross, you know, Batman gives, gives her back the cross, and, um, you know, she asks, uh, do you know Bruce Wayne, and he says, not well, why do you ask, and she says, I was just wondering, is he happy, and he says, he's content, Miss Cabin, that's more than many people have, <laughs> Yep, so repeating what uh, she said earlier. And then we go right into the uh, Gotham Bridge. And, you know, Batman tosses um, the gun. Yep, tosses the gun right into the river and says, let's go home. And at the end of it, it says, you know, a moment later and the two figures are gone. Lost in the endless night. And thus is the end uh, full circle. So, in conclusion, this was a pretty good story, and this was a good, uh, way to end the, uh, year two, um, story. You know, full circle is absolutely great. Uh, if you get it individually, I highly recommend you read it. It's great story. It really does wrap up the whole Batman year two story, and it really does delve into um you know robin's origins a little bit you know like well not really his origins but more of like um you know how he starts off um you know starting out as batman's sidekick and and stuff and all in all this book here batman year two the you know if, if you get the 30th anniversary deluxe edition or if you get the original um, graphic novel, you know, it's just tremendous. I mean, both stories are really good. And, you know, I would really love to see this be uh, turned into an animated series, you know. I mean, I would love for it to be, um, well, I mean, sorry, not an animated series, but an animated movie. I would love for it to be an animated movie, you know, of year two. I mean, I think that would absolutely positively be awesome. Because there's a lot of great material in here, and the whole story is just just fantastic. And speaking of animated movies, we are going to look at the movie that was inspired by Year Two, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yep, we're going to have a watch along for that. So next week... Uh, be prepared for the watch-along. And, of course, that movie is considered, still to this day, not only the greatest Batman animated movie of all time, but it's actually considered the greatest Batman movie, period. And there can really be no argument uh, made for that. I mean, um, well, I guess you could make an argument for that. I mean, there's a lot of people that would um, that would agree with you for that with you on that, you know, because this came at a time when, uh, the Batman movies were, were, well, well, around this time, Tim Burton had, uh, left the, uh, the Batman, uh, films after Batman Returns, and, um, of course, Joel Schumacher would take over the reins, and the rest, as they say, would be history, and, of course, by this time, uh, Batman the Animated Series was already on the air, and yeah, it, was, it had been on the air for about a year, and then they came out with the uh, animated film. So I'll be um, giving out some good insights on the film, and should be a great watch-along as well. A great watch-along. So I'll see you all uh, next week. Until then, later, masturbators.